Hello. This podcast is meant to be paired with AP U.S. History with Miss Williams, Chapter 17, Part 1, The Age of Imperialism. Chapter 17 takes U.S. history into a more global context. The United States did not operate in a vacuum. We were part of a much bigger picture happening globally. The practice of imperialism by the United States on countries like the Philippines or in Panama were part of a global initiative. So President Teddy Roosevelt, while a unique figure in American history, is really taking his cues from what has been happening globally for the previous 20 years before he becomes president. What is happening globally starts really with the division of Africa at the Berlin Conference between 1884 and 1885. The seven major countries in Europe, primarily Britain, France, and Germany, set about carving up the continent of Africa in order to access its resources. At the conference, there were no representatives from any of the African countries impacted by this division. The Berlin Conference did not take into consideration the idea that these African countries would not cooperate. It was believed that they would be forced to cooperate or cooperate willingly in exchange for goods and medicines that they might need. Part of what motivates this attitude of Europeans is ethnocentrism. The idea that countries like Britain and France and Germany somehow had managed to find the right way of doing things And the only way to get other countries to do that was to come in and show them how it was done and force them to change. These European countries, of course, are also motivated by money. And along with money comes power. They weren't just doing this on a whim, however. They are motivated by the burst from the Industrial Revolution. All of these factories in Europe were producing these goods, but there are some things that they don't have in Europe that they need to find in other places. And a lot of what they want to find is easily accessible just to the south of them on the continent of Africa. The Americas are already being used for sugar, sugar, tobacco, and lumber, and silver. And the Americans, meaning people in the United States, and also people in Latin and South America, already had easy access and a way to defend that access from European interference. And after the American Revolution ends in the late 1700s, the British no longer have access to that either.
So the lead in to the Berlin Conference is really how to get access to these resources when there's very few places left in the world for them to access them. And Africa becomes the answer. Most of these places become colonial territories. They're ruled directly by the European power that has claimed them. Those countries are usually forced to learn the language of that power, which is why, for example, in South Africa, a country on the southernmost tip of Africa, they speak primarily English. In countries like Tunisia, they speak primarily French. These countries force their languages and their culture on the lands that they claim in Africa. And they take the resources that they want with no compensation. That is the key in imperialism. This decimation of the African continent is a key factor in why many African countries, which may have been having a growth in population and in industry in the mid to late 1800s, no longer find themselves making that progress because of European interference. The age of imperialism is a global phenomenon. So what's happening in the 1880s, 1890s, and early 1900s is a huge global competition between European countries, between American interests to get access to these resources to make the things that people want. And in a way, a lot of imperialism is motivated by capitalism that want to make money and to continue exploiting resources so that they can make the things that people want without spending a ton of money. So imperialism on a global scale is important because that's what's happening in the world in 1914 when we get to World War I. And imperialism is the setup for that war. Without all of the money and power from imperialism and the buildup of the militaries of Britain, France, and Germany, there might not have been a war. And the problem with this money and power buildup is that instead of being simply a defensive strategy, meaning if I get attacked, I'm prepared to attack back, it also includes an offensive mentality where maybe I should attack first so I don't have to worry about somebody coming after me. And that's one of the reasons why the assassination of a minor figure like an archduke ends up escalating into a world war. <laughs>